Center Healing School. As always, healing school is a place where people come to hear and to be healed. Now, I want to emphasize again to everybody our Romans chapter 10 and verse 17 declares, so then faith cometh by hearing. Faith come how? By hearing and hearing by the word of God. And the foundation scripture for this healing school is in Luke chapter 6, where he said they came to hear. They came to hear Jesus. And they came to be healed. Now, notice, they came to hear and to be healed. What's the message here? If you don't hear, you can't get healed. Healing always follows hearing. They stay in each other's company. But if there is no hearing, there is no healing. So get your Bibles, grab pen and paper. Look like you're interested. Act like you're interested. Try not to become so distracted. This is a very important investment time in your life. One of the greatest investments that you can make it's in yourself. Jesus asked the men one day, what do you need me to do for you? We want to be healed. We want our sight. Well, do you believe I'm able to do this? Yes, Lord. The Bible says he touched their eyes and said, receive what you believe. Receive it. And that's what we are telling you here today. Make up your mind right now. This is my receiving day. I have a part to play in this, though. See, I, I'm here to hear and to be healed. Now, if you cooperate with the word of God today, let me tell you, the supernatural power of God will break out in your life. All right? So in the name of Jesus, we take authority over every sickness, every disease. As you hear the word of God today, do something you could not do before. And when we open the telephone line, you tell us about it. The Bible says, and they overcame the devil. They overcame sickness and disease, all kinds of problems. By the blood of the lamb, which is Jesus, and by the word of their testimony. Two things, by the blood of Jesus and by the word of your testimony. Testify about it. This bless you today, testify about it. Hey, I love this. This helped me. Got it? All right, prophet, we can take it away. Good morning, everyone, and 
as Apostle already said, we're so happy that you're joining us this morning in Healing School. Our subject today is turning toward the presence of God. Again, turning toward the presence of God. Our opening scripture is coming from Psalms 23, verse 6, and that's coming from the Amplified Bible. Again, Psalms 23 and 6 in the Amplified, and it says, Surely and surely are only goodness, mercy, and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life and through the length of my days, the house of the Lord and his presence shall be my dwelling place. I'll read that again. Surely are only goodness, mercy, and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life. And through the length of my days, the house of the Lord and his presence shall be my dwelling place. That's Psalms 23 and verse 6. We're talking about turning toward the presence of God. Mm-hmm. And I'll just jump right into Apostles' notes. It says, Every believer is in the presence of God in the sense that the greater one is within. He's in us through his spirit. But we right. are to learn to live mindful of him who is within. It makes all the difference in life when our attention is fixed on the one within. Apostle, just stop me wherever you'd like me to stop. Yes, ma'am. We rob ourselves of the highest flow when we do not give proper attention to him who abides within. Now, let's pause right there. This is what I just got you saying. You got to yield to him and cooperate with him. You have to acknowledge you know that he's there. Talk to him. People say, oh, you know, I don't know how to hear the voice of the Lord. You don't talk to him. If you talk to him, he'll talk back to you. Did you know that? If you talk to him, he'll talk back to you. Yes, he will. But if you never acknowledge him, guess what? He won't bother you. See, he can initiate the conversation with you. Did you know that? Yeah, he can initiate the conversation with you. But see, if you don't yield and respond to him, He's not going to bring it up again. Why? You didn't show that you were interested in what he had to say. It's very important to yield to him, to respond to him. You will know it's him too. Yes, you will. You will know that it is him. No doubt about it. All right. 
again, we rob ourselves of the highest flow when we do not give proper attention to him who abides within. Psalm 16 and 11 says, in his presence is fullness of joy. Wow. Living in the presence of God is the greatest joy offered to God's people. Absolutely. There was a lady driving down the road one day in her car. And God spoke to me saying, living in, she said, living in my presence doesn't come by earning. It comes by turning. Say that again. This was said to someone one day riding down the road, and he said, God said this to him. Living in my presence doesn't come by earning. It comes by turning. Wow. No one has ever turned toward me, and I did not meet them there. So we don't have to do enough. We don't have to do enough studying and praying and good works to earn his presence yes god has already made himself ours and we must do all we must do in turn is turn our attention toward him pause there do what turn our all we must do is turn our attention toward him And again, this is what I was telling you at the beginning. Don't be so distracted. Turn your attention towards him. This is a very important uh, time in your life every Saturday morning. Did y'all know God promised to meet you here? Was you aware of that? Now, when we say act on the word of God, in other words, do something you couldn't do before. If you couldn't lift that home, go, go, go ahead and start lifting that home now. You are in the presence of the Lord, and he will meet you right there. Many people don't get healed. It's because they don't cooperate. They don't cooperate with God. They want it all to just be on him. But remember, what did his word say? You came to hear and to be healed. That word hear means you're going to cooperate. It's not, it's not just the listening only. You're going to listen, and then you're going to do what the Spirit of God is prompting you to. Amen. That's the way it works. And God will meet you right there at your point of need. All right? Amen. So that's in keeping with what God said years ago. He says, start every day in the spirit, then keep your heart turned toward me all day long. Look at that. It only takes a moment to turn. Turning is something everyone can do. King Hezekiah 
King Hezekiah, while on his deathbed, turned, and the turn added 15 years to his life. Wow. The prodigal son, who had left his father's house for a lifestyle of sin, made a turn. Yes. And, and his turn was put back. His turn caused his life to be put back on course. Everyone can turn. Mm -hmm. Turn toward the presence of God. Every believer can turn. The sinner can turn. Yes. The backslider can turn. The sick one can turn. Yes, the one with financial struggles can turn. Yes. The depressed can turn. The young can turn. The old can turn. The healthy one can turn. The physically impaired one can turn. There's That's no right. one who cannot turn toward the presence of God. Mm -hmm. What is a turn? What is in a turn? Everything. Yes. A life of joy and peace is in a turn. That's What's right. in a turn? The plan of God is in a turn. The plan yes. of God into view. It brings God's presence into view. What's in a turn? Eternal life. What's in a turn? The fellowship of God himself is in a turn. Mm -hmm. Turning toward God includes turning toward his word and away from everything that opposes or contradicts it. That's right. According to Matthew 4 and verse 4, we are to live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Mm -hmm. Turning also includes turning toward our spirit and away from the mental and physical arenas. To turn toward our spirit is to turn toward the greater one on the inside. The source of all power, all strength, and all ability. To turn toward the greater one within, we turn toward all he is in us. He's the healer. He's the deliverer. The provider. The victor and the source of all joy, peace, righteousness, and wisdom. Psalms 9, verses 1, 2, and 3 says, I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. Mm -hmm. I will show forth all thy marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in thee. I will sing praise to thy name, O thou most high. When my enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish at thy presence. Look at that. So as we give ourselves the spiritual habit of continually praising God, he hold, we hold ourselves in his presence. 
and the anointed one and the anointed one of his presence destroys any yokes. Now pause right all there. Yokes. Okay. Pause right there. Now listen, this is so powerful. Folks, this thing is so good, I can taste it right now. The Bible said, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Continue praising him. Class is over. We dismiss. Don't stop praising him. Don't stop meditating on what you heard. No, no, no. Continue. Why? In his presence, there's full of what? There's fullness of joy. God wants your joy to be full. How do you get there? You continue thanking him for what you heard. You continue just praising him. Oh, God, I just bless your name today for what I just heard. Father, in the name of Jesus, you have brought healing to my body and strength to my bones. Are you getting what I'm saying to you here? God is not limited in what he can do for you. You might have a financial need here right now. Do you know God will meet your financial need also in healing school? Yeah, he will. People have sick finances. They can be healed too. Amen. They can be healed too. But you must continue, continually to praise God. Give him all the glory. Give him all the praise. And you know what? Don't forget about him. Don't forget him. Amen. All right. Praise the Lord. So as we give ourselves the spiritual habits of continually praising God, we hold ourselves in his presence and the anointing of his presence destroys any yoke, Look at including that. the yoke of sickness. Our enemies of sickness, pain, depression, lack, confusion, doubt, and every other enemy falls and perishes from our lives as we live in his presence. That's right. He has, he that dwelleth, according to Psalms 91, 1 and 3, says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver me. That's Psalms okay. 91, 1, 2, and 3. In his presence is our place of refuge and our safety from all enemies that oppose, including the enemy of sickness and disease. Amen. Pause right there. And now this, this prophet, and I want you to come in on this, this is so important. There are people who are taking medicine. Don't stop taking your medicine. I'm not a medical doctor. But by the spirit of God, I can tell you this. Some of you already know this. Have you noticed you can't sit down and watch TV today without seeing a commercial about medicine? And 99% of what they're showing you 
It's not going to help you. It's going to hurt you worse than what you already are. Listen to the side effects. It'll cause this. It'll cause that. It'll cause this to happen. It'll cause that. It'll cause internal bleeding and all kind of stuff. Why in the world would you want to take something that's worse than what you already have? They came to hear and to be healed. This I will say of the Lord. You just read the song 91. He is my refuge. He is my fortress. In him will I trust. In him will I trust. Folks, listen. You can overdose on the word of God and it has no side effects. Really, there is no way to take too much of it. Think about what I'm saying here to you. There is no way to take too much of it. Why? The scriptures say in his presence. When you are in the word of God, did you know you were in his presence? Because God's word and God are one. If you are in the word of God, you are in the presence of the Lord. And in his presence, there's fullness of joy. Somebody going to come away happy. Somebody going to walk away praising him. Somebody going to walk away made whole. Amen. It happened for me. I wasn't, listen, when I heard I was following the gospel that first time on the radio, I wasn't seeking God. Not at all. The Lord started seeking, he was seeking me. Because remember, I turned that radio down. Man, I don't want to hear another blankety blank preacher say nothing to me. But the Lord said, turn it back. See, he was, he was drawing me out. He had plans for me. He already had plans to deliver me from that blindness. Are you getting what I'm saying to you? And whatever you, you are facing, God have plans to deliver you. This is why you are here. They came to heal, to heal, prophet, and to be healed. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established, the word says. Believe his prophets, so shall you what? You prosper. Now, a lot of people like to use that scripture in money. It, it does pertain to money, but that's not all it pertains to. I, I, I remember uh, 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 the, the, the prophet some years ago, the Lord gave her for one of our members who was sick in the hospital. And the word was himself took your sickness and bore your infirmities. Jesus said he had took it. That lady didn't look like she was going to live. But when the prophet right there in that hospital room leaned over that bed and talked in that lady's ear, I saw life come into her. I saw it. And you know what? It's been some years now, and that lady is still living, doing fine. Glory yes, to Jesus. Yes, she is. Folks, come on. I'm trying to tell you the devil been lying to you. 
God don't have this healing school here for nothing. He had you in mind. He had so many others in mind. What do you say, prophet? Wow, it's a lot. Amen. Uh, this is a great message. But I'm, good, I'm glad you've given me an opportunity to step in a little bit uh, from what God is just showing me in my spirit right now. Isn't And it's about the word turn. It has everything yes. to do with the word turn. Really two <laughs> things he, he's pointing out to me right now. First of all, let me deal with this one, and then I'll deal with the word turn. When you said... Uh, <clears throat> You were listening to the man of God on the radio. You didn't want to go to church because you didn't want to hear another preacher because you were upset with preachers because they were telling you that God had you blind. So you didn't want to hear anything else from a preacher. But the point I'm trying to make is this. You say you changed the dial. Now, watch this. In that state that you were in, you were angry. You were upset. I don't know if you, you were saved. I guess you were. But you were I angry. Was not. Well, there you go. You wasn't even saved. So that makes it even better. So, but you said God was seeking you. Yes. And you said he spoke to you and told you to turn it back. Man, that's that's right. amazing. That's amazing that God would go after us that way, even when we're not going after him. That's right. But the point is this. Watch this now. You always start our healing classes with this word. The foundation of this healing class is, is that you must hear before you can be healed. That's right. That, that's what happened to you. God wanted you to hear yes. what the man of God was saying so that you could receive the healing into your body. That's right. So you had to do that as well. You made a decision. And it didn't take you long to make that decision. You turned the dial back and you sat there and you listened. And because you listened attentively, he was able to drop that seed into your spirit, which is where healing manifests itself. That's where it manifests in our spirit. It's through the spirit. This kind of medication is not taken by mouth, it's taken by the word of God spiritually. We take it by faith. That's how we take it. And you took it by faith and it went right, right into your spirit because you were obedient and you listened. You made a decision and it didn't take you a long time to make that decision. Which brings me to the second point that I want to talk about this morning. And that is the word turning, which is it's so, I mean, infused in this message. You know, it talks about uh, the prodigal son turning. It talks about Hezekiah turning. It talks about the sinner turning, the beggar turning. The, uh, it, the, all kind of people can turn. That's what it says in this message. Who can turn? The believer can turn. The sinner can turn. The backslider can turn. The sick can yes. turn. One with financial struggles can turn. The depressed, the, the healthy, the, all these can turn. But now watch this. You must make a decision to turn. That's right. It's, it's, just, it's just that easy. What, what do you mean? Yes. Let me tell you a story. My father in the gospel shared this with me as well. You know, he was with, with all of us, but I remember it. I took it to heart and I could share it with you today. He said, I have, we all have stories like this, but I love this one. 
when he was seeking the Lord for finances. And he went before the Lord with the scripture from Isaiah, which says, if you be willing and obedient, come on, you'll eat the good of the land. That's right. Well, he, this man of God knew enough to know that you don't go before God empty-handed. You go to God with his word. You go That's to right. God and, and tell him what he said. That's what he said. he said. He said, come. He said this to each of us. He said, come. Put yes. me in, rem in remembrance. Remind That's me of right. what I said. He said, come, yes. let us reason together. That's the scriptures, right? And so Dad That's Hagen right. went to God to reason with him because here he was out there on the field. He was preaching the gospel. He was going from state to state, place to place, wherever God sent him. And he had his family with him, who was very young at the time. His son was very young. And, and he said his son was sleeping in a little rollaway bed out on the porch, a screened-in porch or something. And he didn't even have a bedroom for the child. He wasn't dressed properly. And so many other things was going on. And he said, I'm not preaching another word. I'm going over here and talk to the Lord. And he told his wife, don't call me for nothing to nobody because I'm not coming out of this room until I hear from him. I'm going before his face with this word. I'm going to go and tell him he promised me that I would eat the good of the land. So he did that. He said for three days, make the story short because this is a long story. He said, for three days he was in there. You promised me, and he didn't tell the Lord anything else other than you promised me that I would eat the good of the land. And I'm not eating the good of the land. I'm not dressing right. My children are not dressing right. My family's not eating right. And he said, he just said it over and over. I'm not eating the good of the land. I'm not eating the good of the land. But finally God answered him, and he said, you don't qualify. Yes. He said, wait, what? that hit me a little blow. What do you mean I don't qualify? So he told him a lot of things, but the point I'm trying to make is this. I'm going to get to my main part of this story. He said, when God told him what he was doing wrong, see, he was out there doing what God told him to do. See, but the scripture said you have to be willing and obedient. He was obedient, but he wasn't willing. He was out there nagging, complaining, cutting up. He really didn't want to be out there. So God said, you don't qualify because you're not willing. You're obedient, but look at, look at your attitude. You're just as ugly and mean. It's best that you wouldn't, you shouldn't even be out because you're not willing. Now, here's the point of my story that I want to get this story. I want you to get. Dad Hagen said this. Don't tell me it take a long time to turn. Are y'all listening right. to me? Don't That's tell right. me it takes a long time to make an adjustment to turn. He said, I stopped right there at that moment when God told me that I needed to turn from that bad attitude and I needed to get willing, he said, and I did it instantly, yes. instantly, instantly. Deep down on the inside of me, I turned. I turned right. from being disobedient to being obedient, to That's being right. willing, to being willing. He said, I was already obedient, but I wasn't willing. He said, I made an adjustment down on the inside of me. And he said, right. then I looked to heaven. And I said, all of heaven knows I'm willing. All of earth knows I'm willing. And all hell knows I'm willing right now. He said, don't tell me it takes a long time to turn. That stayed with me. I never forgot that. See, because it's up to you. Mm -hmm. It's up to you. Apostle can tell you all day long, you need to come in here. You need to be attentive. But you know what? If you're not going to do it, it can't. God can't bless because he only works with his word. That's right. Amen. 
it only took him a few seconds to turn. And child of God, it works the same way for you. You have to have a made up mind. I'm turning from whatever I need to turn from and I'm making the right choice. I'm turning. Don't tell me it took a long time. It the same thing happened with the with the with the boy who had gone away from his father, the prodigal son. He looked at the 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 the, the pigs. He said, I'm out here eating with the pigs, and my father has servants in his house, and the servants are eating better than I'm eating right now. He stopped right there in his trucks and he said, I'm going home. Don't yes. tell me it took a long time for him to turn. Are you listening? It was up That's to right. him. Instantly, he made that turn and he was on his way back home to his father. And we all know the story. Are you listening? Mm -hmm. Amen. That's the way it works, child of God. You are in control. You decide. You make the decision. But let me tell you something. It has to be a heartfelt thing. It has to be in faith. You have to mean this because God only works with his word. And when we line up with his word, Dad Hagen had to become obedient. He had to be not obedient. He had to become willing and he did it in a second. The prodigal son had to turn from being disrespectful and decide to go home. And he did. And he said, I'm going to submit myself to my father. I'm going to say that I don't even deserve to be a son anymore. I'm going to bow down. I'm going to do it. He said that. He said it within himself, and he turned and he went home. Are you listening? It does not take a long time to turn. No, it doesn't. So I asked this morning, what is it that you need to turn from? Mm -hmm. Because God is still God. And it works to, listen, it is not God that's keeping us from receiving our healing. God has already done everything that we need him to do. He gave Jesus. He gave his only begotten son to die on Calvary for us. And when he went to, to Calvary for you and for I, he provided everything we needed. Through the cross came your salvation. Through the cross came your prosperity. Through the cross came your healing. Through the cross came deliverance. And I'm telling you, it is still in place waiting for you to make up your mind to say, you know what? I'm turning from this spiritual sick, this sickness and disease. I'm turning from it. I'm going to do just what God told me to do. I'm going to receive my healing. I'm going to take it by faith. I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm making a decision. I receive what Jesus died to provide. He died to provide my yes. healing, and I'm making up my mind right now. I'm receiving my healing. What does that mean? I'm telling you, when those sickness and disease, when that sickness and disease comes to wrap itself around you, when it comes to infuse your eyes and your ears and your nose, your fingers, your toes, your stomach, your back, your legs, your arms, I don't care what it is, your heart, your liver, your lungs, your spleen, it doesn't matter your brain your mind it doesn't matter oh, high that's blood good. pressure it doesn't matter everybody's got type 2 diabetes and and cancer and all that stuff see when those things come you got to begin to don't sit there just like we talked about a while ago you know Copeland said, my body is screaming out, telling me I'm getting old. My body, my knees are screaming out. My legs are screaming out. My arms are screaming out. My heart, everything is screaming out. Well, you better scream back at it. You better, you better turn from sitting there listening to that and turn and let that 
sickness here what thus said the Lord God Almighty. Because see, when you make it up in your mind and child of God, you are in faith about it and you're serious about it and you mean this with all your heart because it's based on the word of God, you're going to come with the conviction. Are you listening? That's what faith is. You're going to come with the conviction. You're going to come back with a vengeance and you're going to tell that cancer and you're going to tell that heart trouble and you're going to tell that diabetes and everything and I don't care what it is. You're turning from that. I'm turning from this. I'm turning back to God. I'm turning to the word of God. For the Lord said Jesus was wounded for me. Are you listening to me, cancer? Are you listening to me, diabetes? Are you listening to me, high blood pressure? He was wounded for me. And my blood pressure is now 120 over 80. And this cancer is drying up. This high blood pressure is... uh, Come on. Are you listening? You're turning. You're turning from it. Oh, yeah. You say, well, you know, you know, prophet, that's easy for you to say. No, 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 no. That's for any one of us who make it up in our minds to turn, to turn back to God and to turn from this sickness. It only takes a moment. That's right. It only takes a moment. It only takes a conviction within your heart. You know how it is when you see somebody walking in your house to steal your property. You become, I'm telling you, your righteous indignation rises up so big and bold. You'll get your your pistols and whatever you need to just let that thief know you're just not walking out here with what belongs to me. Do you know you got to do the devil the same way? You got to say, you're not walking out of here with what belongs to me. That's right. Healing belongs to me. Healing yes. is mine, and you're not gonna. I'm not gonna stand still while you afflict my body with all these sicknesses and diseases. See, when you do that, now you're in line to receive the blessing. The healing manifestation is just gonna come all over you. Did you get That's a hold right. of that this morning? That's good. Doesn't take long That's to good. turn. No, it doesn't. Just takes a made-up mind. Takes a conviction from you. And he said, we overcome by the word, by the word of our testimony, by the blood of the lamb and by the words of our own testimony. That's That's what I was doing. I was testifying of the goodness of the Lord. And even as I was testifying, I felt, I felt the presence of God in my own spirit. You can feel it, feel him in yours as well. Amen. He loves you like he loves me. He died for you like he died for me. He loves us all. Amen? That's right. That's right. You know, prophet, that that is excellent. I made a statement a second ago. I told you the Lord started seeking me. He came after me. Man, I turned that down. He said, turn it back. Say that again. Turn it back but more forceful the second time. I turned it back too. And I heard that man of God say, today we're going to be talking about what is fate and how fate works. Let's turn in our Bibles to Mark chapter 11, and we're going to read verse 22 down to verse 24. Let me tell y'all something. I just want you to know This healing school is the Lord seeking you. He's seeking you. That's why he said to us to to start this healing school. Folks, let me tell you something. God loves you. He have you in mind. 
turn and receive what he said. They came to hear. They came to hear and be healed. Every healing school session, you got to make up your mind before you ever get here. I'm coming to hear and to be healed. I'm coming to be set free. I want y'all to know that's what God did for me. Yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. And you know what? He had done it for so many others, and you are one more. I said you are one more. But see, if you're looking for symptoms to leave before you say you are healed, you done missed the boat. It's not in what you feel. It's in what you believe and what you receive. See, if you believe the word of God, you're going to receive the word of God. If you know, you Copeland had, word, Copeland, that's right. You know, Copeland had a story too, Apostle. You remember what he was saying about how he was in debt? You know, we've talked about this thing from spirit, from uh, healing and, and, and look at it from the financial, because I see you're talking about finances too. Remember how he said he was millions of dollars in debt? Remember that? Yes. Millions. He is over, he said he's over the the uh, television and the uh, communication Video. department, yeah. videos and all of that. And other men and women are over other departments in the ministry, but he's over that. He said everybody else was in the red. Everybody's doing fine but him. He said his department was millions and millions of dollars in debt. I'll never forget that. Child of God, it doesn't take long to turn it. And he began to pray and seek the Lord. Why, why, why every, I can't get out of this debt, millions and millions. And he said, the Lord showed him right there. He said, you know what? I told you to do something. You started out doing it, but you, you stopped. Like so many of us, you know, we hear what God wants us to do financially. We do it for a minute, but we stop. And so he said, God had told him to sow his so monthly, the seed, so monthly, what was coming in. He needed to sow. He needed to plant seeds every month. He needed to sow. He needed to give. Yeah. Whether you call it tithe, call it offering, call it seed, call it whatever. He wasn't giving anything. He stopped. He said, and God told him, that's what's wrong. See, when you stop putting money into the Letting God touch your money in any way. You just stop giving, you stop yeah. sowing, you stop seeding, you talk, stop tithing, you stop doing that. Well, guess what? The enemy can touch your money because right. there's no way God can touch it because you're not sowing into the kingdom anymore. That's he right. said, God told him that you are under the devil's command and his control. You out from under the protection that keeps you. He said, you're not sowing, you're not tithing, you're not giving anything. He said, don't tell me again. Don't Here we go. He said, don't tell me it takes a long time to turn and make the adjustment. He said, right then and there, I made the adjustment. I promised God I would never stop giving. I would never stop tithing. I would never stop sowing. And I got back on track. He said, and I was out of that mil millions of dollars of debt by the end of the year. God, That's right. See, it, it turned. It just turned. Why? Because God was able to get on board with him and help him in his finances. But we have to make sure we do what God is telling us to do. You can't stop. Mm -hmm. And the minute Satan, we do stop, you know, Satan's right there. We, we're on the devil's turf. And we That's think, right. well, you know, we're going to be prosperous. We're going to be, 
God wants you to be prosperous, but you have to do it his way because this is a spiritual battle we're on. This is a spiritual walk we're on. Kingdom citizens live in kingdom under kingdom authority and kingdom rulership. And Amen. just like any kingdom, we have to follow the rules of that of that nation, country, or city, wherever we are, where we in the kingdom of God, and we need to follow the rules and regulations of the kingdom. He can only protect us if we're doing what he's telling us to do. That's why he said, you got to come in here now. Come here, and then you can be healed. What Coco said, he, st- he fell behind. He just stopped doing it like a lot of us do. Satan doesn't want you to keep doing it. He wants you to forget. He wants you to fall short. He wants you to say you can't afford to do it. Child of God, you can't afford not to let God catch your money. Amen. You, you can't afford not to let him do it because he protects you when you follow and do what he's telling you to do. Just like with Dad Hagen, he said, he said, Kenneth, you're doing it. Yeah, you're obedient, but you're not willing. See, we have to make sure we're doing what he tells us to do. Amen. That's that just right. popped up in my spirit because you talked about finances as well as well as healing. We it, it's across the board, Apostle. We must hear what he's saying, and then we must keep doing what he's telling us to do. We want to walk Absolutely. in the blessing, in Absolutely. the blessing, healing, prosperity, whatever it is. We got to make sure we're doing the will of God. Amen. That's right. Praise God. The Bible says the blessing of the Lord brings wealth. One translation says, "The blessing of the Lord brings wealth." Some of you need wealth in your body. Your body is deprived of wealth. It's the blessing of the Lord. In other words, that will heal you. So he sent his what? Psalms 107 and verse 20. He sent his word. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. He sent his what? He sent his word. Now watch this here. And they came to hear, and they came to hear and to be healed. If you're not hearing, how are you going to be healed? How can you make the adjustment? How can you turn you, if you don't know which way to turn? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. See, listen, folks. He, I'm trying to tell you, he loves you, and he have already healed you. Now, I want to explain that because the Lord alerted me to that. Uh, in the wee hours of the morning. Let me tell you something. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter one, I think it's verse three, God have blessed us, prophet, with every spiritual, all spiritual blessings. Pay attention to that word, all spiritual. How many of them? All of them. Did you know If it didn't come in the spirit, you couldn't get it. But now it comes in the spirit, but you must receive it. You must receive it. I'm telling you, everything that you see, Everything that you will ever see, it came through the Spirit in Genesis 1. And God said, and God said, and God said, let us do this. Let's do that. 
everything starts from the spirit. Everything, even your healing. And we are telling you, it's already done. When Jesus died on that cross for your sins, he healed your body at the same time. No different. If you ask somebody to say, oh, yes, praise God. Oh, yes, amen, I'm saved. Well, are you healed? Well, no, I'm not healed. How can that be? When you received him as Savior and Lord, you received him as your healer. And he healed you too. Many people let people talk him out of it. Well, you know, healing went out with the apostles. How can that be? And Jesus is the chief apostle himself, and he's still here today. Amen. You see it? Amen. All right.